Welcome back inside the pit here at Memorial Gymnasium at the University of Maine. James Madison set to take on the Black Bears this afternoon. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan. Coach, as always, thanks so much for taking the time. You know, back on Monday during your press conference, uh, you said to the media that you've been through enough of these weeks during finals that practices can be painful. How was this week's iteration of practices during finals week? It wasn't painful. Um, I thought they did a good job um, just coming to work and get their work in and, and uh, you know, stay uh, enthusiastic through the whole thing. And um, I don't know if it's the set of, set of players we have. I don't know if it's because they're, they're really primarily good students. Maybe they're less stressed out because they're such good students. So uh, it was good. Well, it's good to hear. You know, overall, a week of practice like this when you have one game to look forward to, 10-day separation, and of course dealing with finals. Like, what, what does that look like? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a scale of, um, you know, it's not like we're working on Maine for 10 days. Um, so it's a scale of um, just worrying about ourselves and as, as Maine approaches, certainly starting, starting to game plan for Maine. But um, I thought it was good. You, 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 get to, you get to worry about yourself. You get some more time to practice, some more time to get you know, your shots up, some individual uh, instruction and stuff like that. So um, that's, that's what it looks like. You also said on Monday that you'll have a, a big O'Regan contingent here. You're from Vermont. It's still a, a pretty far trip, right? Like five hours to get back home for you from here? Uh, I, I actually don't know off the, uh, off the cuff as far as how far it is. It's close enough um, for, for some of the we'll, – we'll have some people here, but um, – Certainly not if we were playing it at uh, the University of Vermont. You could you could have a you could have a couple hundred for that. It's a little bit far up um, for a Sunday afternoon, but uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have some some people here. We'll have some. I don't know if they'll be wearing JMU. I don't know if they've they've got enough gear mm. up here, but there'll be some people here in support. How many people are we talking? Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly, Corey. We'll find out by the end of the game. All right. Looking forward to finding out. Uh, all right. This is a main team, of course, that you saw last season. Don't have to remind you what happened. But they pretty much bring back every single player on the roster. I believe 97% of their scoring from a season ago. How similar is this team from a season ago when you dissect them? Oh, they're better. Um, uh, you, you had Adriana Smith playing in her first collegiate game ever. Um, she played pretty well, but um, they've, they've only gotten better. I mean, that, you know, uh, Adriana's gotten a whole bunch of experience, uh, ended up being player of the year um, in, in their league after Ann Simon went down with it with an ACL. Um, so they're, they're better is the answer. Um, really, really well coached. Um, their offense is really hard to guard. Um, defensively, they're, they're scrappy. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big challenge. They're a very, very good basketball team. Well, you mentioned Adriana Smith, and it's interesting when you go through the statistical measures of this team, she leads the team in assists as their center, as their five. Seems like they play a lot out of the high post. I mean, high post and short corner. Um, that's just, um, you know, good teams that run this offense, that's what it looks like. And so um, reminds me a lot of the, the good Drexel teams where, um, you know, you had Bailey Greenberg playing at the high post, short corner. Um, and it's really effective uh, because you get caught up in um, whatever action's going on and you lose sight of your man and, and she's passing out of the post. Or uh, if you'd like to try to double her in one of those positions, um, which I think is impossible, um, she's making the right play. So, yeah, she leads them in assists. Um, 
and they've got uh, almost everybody on their team that can knock down threes. I would assume everybody. Uh, I can't go deep into their roster, Corey, but um, everybody that plays for them um, has the ability to knock down threes. And so, um, yeah, she's uh, she's a really good player. Uh, really understands her 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 game and her limits uh, as well, and and uh, will be a big challenge for us. You mentioned the injury to Ann Simon last season. Comes back, she's averaging 19 a game so far. Does a little bit of everything. Overall, what are her strengths on the court and what do you have to game plan against for her? <laughs> I mean, she had 34 and 11 against Indiana. So uh, you're talking about she's a pro uh, is exactly what she is. Um, I, don't think, um, I don't think you stop Ann Simon um, at all. I think what Ann Simon does is you got to find a way to limit her. Um, but very honestly, and, and don't tell don't tell Maine this, but we're going to let Ann Simon be Ann Simon because I don't think there's ways to stop her. I think she beats you back door. I think she beats you with slips, threes, off the dribble, um, you name it. So what we're going to try to do is is um, guard her as best we can. But um, we're we're not. Um, you know, we're not going to, um, I think you can you can try to limit Adriana Smith a little bit more than Ann Simon. And so uh, I think if you can if you can make Adriana Smith, uh, make her focus be just scoring, I think you have a, a, a chance because um, they're twos, number one. She's not a big three-point shooter. I know she hit two in the game against Harvard, but um, uh, was it, I'm not sure if it's Harvard actually. One, one game, one of the eight games I watched. Um, but for, for me, uh, Ann Simon is, is just that. She's a pro. Um, you know, the best thing, if, if we could, if we were a pressing team and we were able to press for 40 minutes, that's what you'd see. Uh, that's the best way to beat her. She turns it over quite a bit um, against that. And so, um, you know, that's not what we do, though. Um, so to, to, to really answer your question, yeah, we're going to try to limit her as much as we can. Um, you know, be there on the catch. Try. We're, we're not trying to give them any points in the paint at all. Um, now, are they going to get some? Of course. But if Ann Simon's getting back cuts and slips and threes, that's trouble. So just get your threes, and you got to knock those in. James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan is with us. It's JMU in Maine today. And uh, coach, the, the biggest piece of news this week, of course, with your program comes with Heaven Bristow becoming immediately eligible for this season uh, with two-time transfers being allowed by the NCAA. Uh, the, the news was going back and forth the entire week. They will be allowed, they won't be allowed, they'll be allowed for 14 days, they'll be cost a year. Uh, what did this week look like for Heaven? I mean, Corey, you waited eight minutes in this interview to ask me this question. I thought for sure this would be <laughs> what you would lead with. Um, honestly, it's it's um, how the whole thing went down is, is so classic NCAA right now. It's a, it's a joke. Um, but, yeah, so basically um, somebody caused them some trouble, and they pulled their hands back and said, okay, fine, do whatever you want to do, basically, is what happened. And so... Um, how rapidly that happened is um, is hard to describe, um, and so you know we went through the roller coaster of you know we first heard the news okay it's a two week restraining order, uh, and what that means is there's a restraining order for the NCAA to enforce the rule of a transfer sitting out. So um, that's great, right? But so what happens in two weeks? And now. The verbiage that came out initially was that if you do play in a game, it will count as your year, and you can take the chance that in two weeks, um, the rule will either be changed or the rule will snap back to the original rule, and now 
Kevin Bristow, for instance, just wasted her whole year on two games. So um, our initial reaction was we're certainly not going to play her and take that risk, um, you know, to, to waste her on two games um, and then lose her whole year. So uh, that's where we settled in it initially. Um, apparently there was enough lawyers that had a problem and attorney generals that had a problem with even that language. Um, and so they kept, they kept beating on the court's door, so to speak, and uh, the NCAA threw up their hands and said, okay, uh, you, can, you can play, everybody can play. So um, it's, good. It's, it's, um, it's almost, uh, you know, I've done this a couple times. I did this with Claire Neff. Uh, I did this with Kobe Kinghawea. Um, but both of them uh, were different in the sense of if we had just not heard the ruling, so up until we heard the original ruling on Heaven's Denial, Heaven was, was in sync with us, was running our offense, running our defense, playing with the first team, you know, playing with the second team, whatever. Well, as soon as we got the original denial, you know, it, it went to the scout team, it went to individual workouts, extra lifting sessions, etc., like any red shirt. Um, and so now, uh, in this past week, there's been no difference. And so uh, it's going to be a challenge for us to, to, to get her um, in sync with what we're doing. Um, but you're talking about a, a supreme talent um, and days where she's going to be our best player. And so um, we're going to figure it out uh, real fast. And so, um, you know, what... <laughs> I don't know what that's going to look like today exactly. Um, it's not starting and playing 30 minutes, right? It's um, it's not not playing, um, and it's tough because um, you're, you're in this. You know, I I feel like every game is a Super Bowl, right? I'm trying to win every game. There's no game you're you're like, oh, let's just try, you know, uh, Shanti at the five and see how it goes. There's oh, we'll try Jimmy at the one. No, we're we're out here trying to fight and claw for for everything, and so. Um, it's, a, it's a delicate balance for me, so you've got a couple goals here. Get heaven comfortable, um, uh, win the game, and, and keep, your t keep your team bought into what we're doing, right? And so um, heaven playing obviously affects somebody's minutes. Um, and so that, that's a, a challenge of, of, of selflessness uh, and team first mentality too. So we've got our hands full here, Corey. Um, but in the end, really, really good news that we have a player that I consider all-conference um, now eligible to play. If I put on my journalism cap here for a moment, I, I have to ask this question. We're 10 games into the season. Heaven could have decided, I'm just going to give up on this year, come back next year. Why was it so important for her to play right now? Um, you know, you'd have to really ask Heaven that. Um, you know, I, I've there's been um, I've talked to several coaches around the country that are in the same boat. Um, you know, Norfolk State, uh, they had Diamond Johnson, who was a, um, played at Newman Garetti, which is Kamaya Smalls' high school. She played her first game two days ago and shot 23 shots. So um, that's one case, right? I've got another friend who, um, I won't say the name, but asked, told his player this good news, and the player decided, uh, no thanks, I, I, I'm good, I don't want to play this year, I just want to play my remaining two years, full years. Um, the timing for Heaven makes sense. She's graduating in the spring. It doesn't make much sense for her if she doesn't want to pursue a master's or, or further education, like the original plan was when she when she signed up to play here. Um, she wants to play. She wants to win a championship, and that's what 
that's what we'll be able to do. Um, we were we were going to be able to do it without her. Uh, it's certainly going to help that she that she's um, here and, and able to play uh, because she she is that talented. Well, coach, we appreciate the clarification. I'm sure it's been a roller coaster week for a variety <laughs> of reasons, but thanks so much for the time and best of luck today against Maine. Yeah, thanks, bro. We'll take a break. We'll be back with tip off James Madison and Maine. You're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial JMU Radio Network.